Okay, so today is a Wealthy Wednesday. And today, um, if you saw my live the other day, I talked about how I kind of refocused and repurposed the She Grows Hair group. So if you're in this group and watching this live, obviously, I want to personally welcome you into the group. I know we have a lot of new members. A lot of new people have been coming inside the group. And I'm so happy and so thankful. I'm getting a lot of good feedback. And so when I repurposed the group or not repurposed it, but um, refocused my energy and attention in the group, I wanted to make sure that every day was purposeful and every day was used in a different way. And so today is Wednesday and we have made um, Wednesdays all about Wealthy Wednesdays, okay? So today's broadcast and the Wednesday broadcast will be titled um, Wealth Con Wealthy Conversations, okay? So today I wanted to talk to you all about um, one of the posts that I put in the group on last Wednesday. And it was a quote. If you've seen my other live streams, you know, I'm, I was reading this poverty, ri poverty, riches, and wealth, um, moving from a life of lack into true kingdom abundance. And so that's the book I was reading. It took me about a month to read it only because I was only reading like 30 minutes a day and not every single day. So finally got through with the book. I'm on to my new book, Think Like a Billionaire, Become a Billionaire, okay? So my goal is to just continue reading and make it a part of my everyday, all right, which we all should do. But I wanted to, when I read this um, Poverty, Riches, and Wealth, and I'm going to tell y'all, the, the way I found this book is one of my Facebook friends, y'all, I have some amazing Facebook friends. So shout out to y'all. I have some amazing, um, successful business women all up and down my timeline. It is just so refreshing to know that my timeline is different than many others. I don't have a lot of ratchetness and a lot of, you know, just I don't know. I've, I've, I've compared to my old timeline. It's very much refreshing. Okay. So anyway, I digress. Um, but as I was reading this book, I had a, a, a lot of aha moments. Okay. Very, I mean, it's def, it's a Christian based book. Okay. The author of the book is a pastor, a preacher, um, and he's written several books. He has courses. He has all of these um, resources, okay, all surrounding um, God and wealth and, you know, the kingdom mindset around wealth. And so I wanted to get on here and talk to you all about some of those aha moments that I've had because um, the whole purpose of not the whole purpose, but, you know, God's word says that we should be renewed. We should be renewing our mind daily, right? We should be reading the word, speaking his word and living out his word every single day. And the lie or the misconception that we have and that we've been taught, um, the majority of us, not all, but a lot of us have been taught that 
money is the root of all evil, right? Money is the root of all evil. Money's wrong. We are all on this earth to suffer because Jesus suffered. And, you know, all of those scriptures and all of those things that we've kind of been told and taught from generation to generation, right? The truth of that is God did create us to have an abundance. He said he created us to rule and reign over all the things on this earth. And that includes money, which is simply a tool. The The real scripture around money and evil says that the love of money is evil. When you are obsessed, when you um, see money as a God, when you idolize money and material things, that is evil, not the tool, which is money itself. Right. And so um, there was this quote in this book. And I mean, it was just like this. That's what I was talking about. The um, quote that I put out the other day, last Wednesday. And it says, how do people who claim to have the creator of the universe living inside them, the mind of Christ thinking through them and the spirit of God influencing the world around them even have the nerve to think small? When we say you know, God created us to rule and reign. God created us to um, think like him, to be like him in his image and his likeness. How do we then uh, in the same breath say, well, God created us to kind of struggle through life and we're not supposed to have a lot. We're supposed to live, you know, in mediocrity and we're supposed to be at the bottom of the totem pole and all of these just low thinking things. The problem with that is they don't go together like it doesn't complement each other. Like, how can we say that we have the creator of the universe in our minds? He's flowing through us. The Holy Spirit is with us. But I'm supposed to be broke and just suffer through life the rest of my life and not be able to pay my bills and always have to worry about money and always have to worry about how I'm going to do this and how I'm going to do that and blah, blah, blah. It's not true. We were created to build, have wealth and have an abundance. And the the reason is because God created us as helpers. He, He created us as a solution for something. Right. So think about it like this. During this pandemic, if you were a millionaire, how could you help in this? Would you feed your community? Would you, um, feed the homeless? Would you have programs for children? Would you, what could you do if you had that, that wealth? The thing we think about when we think about wealthy people is, oh, they just like to do this with their money and they don't spend their money wisely and whatever. A lot, there are a lot of wealthy people that serve in their communities and that build schools and that, you know, a lot of wealthy people might go overseas and they're building things in Africa and they're doing this and, um, the basketball, Dude, I can't think of his name, but he's the owner of one of the basketball franchises. When this whole thing hit, he paid all of his people that, you know, lost their jobs because there were people suffering. There are good people in this world that have wealth. And God created us, the people that are kingdom people, to be kingdom investors. And in order for us to be kingdom investors and invest into his kingdom and to serve his people and to help his people, we have to build and create wealth. He did not say, okay, I'm creating all of y'all and y'all just, you know, 
do what you can down there. No, that's not the truth. The truth is he created us to build and create wealth, to have generational wealth, to have wealth so much that we are able to just give it away. He says that we should give it away. And, and um, I can't think of the scripture. I had written it down, but you know, you should give it. Oh, dang, I had it. I thought I wrote it down, but um, it's, you know, it'll be given back to you um, 10 times shaken, pressed down. I can't think of that scripture, y'all, but you, you know, the one I'm talking about when they, when they talk about tithing and offering that, that scripture always comes out, right? You, you give and it will be given. Yeah, that's what it is. Give and it shall be given back to you. And, um, this book kind of went into detail about it. It's, it's measured in your measurement. So if you're like, you know, uh, I got a thousand dollars in my pocket, right? But I'm only going to give away this one dollar. Well, you're only going to receive back in the le- in the measurement that you gave, right? It, there's a story in here that talks about um, there was a a blind man who had a bowl of rice. There was a blind man who had a bowl of rice. And this king came by as he was sitting there eating his bowl of rice. And, you know, he was a blind poor man. So he was clutching his bowl of rice and he was eating it. And the king came past with and they described like the king with all of his gold and all of his chariots and all of this. So they were they were describing all of the wealth that he had as he was passing by this blind man. And he gets to this man who's eating this rice and he says to him, Um, He gets out of his chariot and he says to him, you know, I need you to, I want you, can I have some of your rice? That's what he said. Can I have some of your rice? And the man is like, um, he thought about it for a minute and he kind of clutched his bowl and sat there for a second. And then he gave the guy a couple of kernels of rice. Okay. Gave away a couple of kernels of rice. And so the king goes back to his men and he says, okay, give him Like it was like five coins or something. And basically the king said, you know, because this because you gave me this, I'm going to give you in return this. And the man says, well, had I known you were going to give me something, I would have gave you the whole bowl. And so the moral of the story was, you know, give and it shall be given back to you. Don't be selfish. Don't be so caught up in the thing that you miss. Um, what could potentially be a blessing from you giving things away. God wants us to give things away and that's why he needs us to create wealth. It talks about how, you know, when Jesus went out on his missions, he didn't take much. He didn't walk around. He didn't carry a bag of gold, all of the things. And even when he sent his disciples out, he said, carry nothing with you, not a shirt, not food, not anything. The people that you go to will support you. Why? How did he know that? Because he created those people and God had created those people and made sure that where he sent his disciples and where Jesus went, there was always someone that was willing and able to support his mission. His friends, it talks about Mary, Martha and Lazarus and how um, I think it was Mary that poured the oil over him. And they said the oil was worth half of someone's salary. So that had to be a, a, a very expensive bottle of, you know, perfume back in that time. And so 
when we think of wealth and when we think of having things, we think of, you know, having money to buy things and having money to, you know, live in nice neighborhoods and drive nice cars and things like that. And the real thing about it is, yes, those things are good, right? And when we create wealth, when we build businesses and when we work really hard and all that good stuff, we should be rewarded with those things. But the other half of that is when we are rewarded because God has rewarded our good stewardship, right? He's rewarded us for spending our time and effort into, you know, um, our gifts and our things that he's given us. So the doctors and the lawyers and the teachers and those particular professions that he has, you know, that, that use their gifts to support and to grow and to cultivate the community and the people in the community. He gives them things back. So he gives us what we give out when we give our time, when we give our energy, when we are a blessing to those around us. God wants to bless us even more because he needs us to grow the wealth and he needs us to grow our communities. He needs us to realize and understand who we are and that the only way that we can grow the kingdom is to grow it ourselves, the people outside the kingdom that we're saying that, you know, saying, oh, the the people that have money are evil and this and that. They're not going to help grow God's kingdom. So it needs to be people within the kingdom to have wealth mindset to help other people. Because if you don't know any better, like we've been trained, as I said before, to think about you know, money not being good and we shouldn't have money and we're just struggling through and God's going to make this last. When we have those kind of mindsets, how else do you cultivate a um, generation full of kingdom investors, a generation full of people that are going to grow their wealth so that they can grow the community and they can grow wealth within the community. They can go and teach the next generation. They can go and tell the next generation. No, it's not the, the lie that we've been told. It's not that money is the root of all evil. It's that we have to grow within our wealth so that we can cultivate God's community. We have to use our gifts, right? Because God has given us gifts. And I was listening to the apostle Derek Moran earlier. And he said, um, when I wrote that down too, y'all. I had a whole page of notes. He said, um, if you pursue the purpose that God has created you, you will be incredible at it. So when we pursue our purpose, when we go after what God tells us to, when we're obedient to our purpose, God creates wealth for us. He makes sure when when we start those businesses, when we jump out on faith, when we step out on faith, he makes sure that our gifts are rewarded. He makes sure that when you are obedient to what he tells you to do, that you're rewarded for it. For one, so that you can you can have the things that you want in life, right? Because he wants us to have out everything that we want. He wants us to create the life that we desire, but also he needs us to have the, the, 
funds and the wealth built up to give it away to the next generation, to give it away to our communities, to build up our, to build up his kingdom, right? So we have to be obedient to the things that he placed inside of us because when we're obedient to our gifts, despite what people think, despite what people going to say, despite what you even think your limitations are, You take God outside of that box that we place him in when we say, oh, well, God can only stretch my little $10 till Friday. Well, God can only make sure my life stay on. No, God can make the impossible possible. He can do the thing that you didn't think you could ever do. He can make that happen. All we have to do is have faith and believe and understand that he is not limited to what we think he is. He's not limited to just helping us get by. God is the God of abundance. If he can create everything around us with his words and he's made us in, in his image and his likeness, how come we can't create the reality that we want to see? Everything that we see is a manifestation of what he saw in his imagination, his grand imagination. So if you can see, if you feel something inside you that you know what, God is moving moving me to do this. God is moving me to start this business. God is moving me to step out and start this um, nonprofit. He's moving me to do this. I heard a sermon and I posted it in this group. And I think on my page from Sunday, our Sunday sermon. And um, we had a guest speaker. His name is uh, uh, Minister Lewis Pollard. He was talking about how God can, wait a minute, where was I going with this? How God can do the impossible and how God makes things happen to us. All we got to do is step out on a little bit of faith and God can handle the rest. We place God in this box and say, oh, you know, God can only do a little bit. No, he can do the impossible. All we need is our little bit of faith and God is going to make everything else fall into place. If all you got is uh, is $5 to make that thing happen, step out on faith with your $5 and watch $50 appear out of nowhere. We have to believe that even in our own limitations, of us. I don't, if I don't think I can do it myself, the word said that God is my strength in him. We can do all things. So why is it that I'm limiting him because of the limitations that I set on myself? If I feel that I can't do it, I got to be like, okay, God, I don't know how I can do it. I'm not feeling this. It don't make sense that me, little old me can do this. But guess what? I'm going to let you be my strength. I'm going to let you be my God. I'm going to let you be who you say you're going to be in this because you're telling me what to do. And so I just have to be obedient to it. Right. And I wrote down um, um, a reference to. When the fishermen, when the fishermen were, not, were on the boat and they had fished all night and they were, this is what they did every single day. They knew how to catch fish, right? And God said, why don't you try it on the other side? I, You know, they probably like, look, I do this for real. Like, this is what I do every single day. And you just come down here and, you know, I did it all night and it didn't work. What if they were disobedient? They wouldn't have caught no fish, right? But when they were obedient, they got an abundance. It said the nets were breaking because they had so much. So even though they thought they knew what they were doing, God always knows better. I, I made a post one day. We got to stop thinking we smarter than God because I might be smart, right? But I ain't that smart. Like 
I ain't create the moon, the stars, the sun, the trees, the birds and all of that. I'm not, I wouldn't have thought about all those things. I wouldn't have thought to create a cricket for what? To make some noise that gets on my nerves, right? Like we have to stop believing that we are not, that God is, is, is in this box, that he can only do what we think he can do. No, we have to trust and believe that what he says he will accomplish. His word will not return void. And he wants so much more for us than we believe, than we understand. If we actually believed what God said, our lives could be so much more plentiful and prosperous. And that's why the basis of my life tonight was all around why are we thinking so small? We have got to get away from thinking small because God is going to do what God is going to do regardless. We have to be, have faith enough to say, okay, Lord, if this is what you're saying, if this is what you're telling me to do, I will do it. Even if I don't feel like when my little old self, I can accomplish this. If you're telling me I can, I'm going to trust you and I'm going to step out and I'm going to do it. Because why? God needs us to step out on faith and do be obedient to what he's told us to do. Because he has placed gifts. He has placed gifts inside of us that need to manifest things in this world that other people need. And when we have something that other people need, right? And we use those gifts and cultivate those gifts and do exactly what he's telling us to do. He creates the abundance for us because we have something that somebody else needs. Think about it. Amazon was a thought in somebody's mind, right? But it was because somebody needed and a lot of people need right now today, Amazon to get their food, to get their clothes, to get their hair products, nail products, to get anything that you can think of just about Amazon can send to your front steps, right? When you have something that someone else needs, and you go out there and create that business around this. There's a market that needs this. You will be rewarded for the stewardship of your gift. This is my gift. I know how to do hair. People need their hair done, right? That's why you receive payment for those services. My gift is doing hair, not mine. I'm, I'm, I'm just giving an example, right? But if that's your gift... You'll be rewarded because somebody needs it. You can cook your butt off. You go out there and you start that restaurant. You can start with a food truck. You can start in your kitchen these days with a Facebook page. Do you hear me? Start the going back to um, the the. The service I was talking about with Mr. Lewis Pollard, he said, give God your little bit. And watch what he creates. If all I got is my obedience to what he told me to do. If he told me to go out there and write that book. Guess what? I'm going to write it. I'm going to write it. I'm going to publish it. I'm going to put it out there because somebody needs it. And guess what? When the people that need it get a hold of it. I'm going to get rewarded, right? I'm going to get rewarded, first of all, for my obedience to what he said. And then because. 
I'm helping to serve some people who need to be ser- who need what I have. Life is about service. Our lives are gifts from God and he's telling us to serve and steward the gifts that he's given us. So if we hold our gifts to ourselves, if all I do is my hair and my hair is always laid and slayed, what about the person that needs their hair done for they for their interview? I, and, and, and you know, you my friend and I only trust you with my hair, but I don't want to do your hair because I, I keep my gift to myself. I'm missing. I'm you not getting the reward of or the benefit of me doing your hair. And I'm missing out on the reward of, of that payment that you're going to give me. If you holding it in for what? Why are you being selfish? When we when we're selfish, we miss out on our rewards. So it's about getting our gifts out there, getting our gifts out there to the people that need them. And God rewards you for your stewardship and your obedience. And that's what the wealth is about. It's not, you know, greedy people. No, the wealthy people are the people that gave some stuff away. They gave their time away. They gave their energy away. We didn't see Amazon when he was in a corner office selling books, working by himself day in and day out. No, we didn't see Mr. Amazon then. But now that he's a, a billionaire, it's like, well, dang. Well, you you missed out on the stewardship. You missed out when I was giving my gift away. And, you know, I just kept giving it away. I just kept giving my time, my energy, my effort away. And then God gave me my abundance. Why not you? We got to get that into our mindset. Why not you? Why can't that be me? I got a gift. If I give my gift away and I just keep giving away, whether I feel like it or not, am I not going to be rewarded? Because even though those that don't believe in God are out here believing in themselves and they like, well, if I do this, this and this, I'm going to get it. And they just are consistent with it. And guess what? They get it, too. So if they can get it, the ones that don't have the ones that don't have God standing by their side, how come we can't? So just think about that. I'm going to leave you with that. And I'm going to go ahead and get off of here. I know I've talked for a little while tonight and I hope you got something from this because listen. We are kingdom people, kingdom individuals, kingdom women inside this group. And God wants us to have wealth and prosper. He says, I want you to prosper even as your soul prospers. He wants us to have everything. Our daddy, right, wants to give us everything we want. He is our father. And don't you want your kids to have everything you didn't have? Don't you want your kids to to have what they want. Don't you want to be able to give your kids things? Imagine the one who created everything, the one who has access to everything. Could you imagine how he wants to bless his child, his children, you, me? Why not you? Start changing your mind around what you deserve. Start changing your mind around what God wants you to have. Start changing your mind around your level of obedience. Because even if you're scared, even if it's like, Lord, I don't know how I'm going to do this. If he gave it to you, he wants you to he wants you to step out there on faith. He wants you to say, I 
by myself can't do this. I'm scared. I'm shaking in my boots. I don't know how it's going to get done. I don't feel like I have enough money. I don't feel like I have enough time. I don't feel like I have enough resources. I don't feel like I have enough followers. I don't feel like I have enough. Whatever it is you don't feel like you have enough of, give it to him. Okay, I'm going I'm to I'm show up with my one little follower and I need you to bring the thousands. And watch what happens when you trust him with it and give him your obedience. Watch what happens. All right, y'all. I'm going to get off of here for real now. Okay? So, I thank y'all so much, so much for spending some time with me on today. I know it's late. I thank y'all. I appreciate y'all for coming in and having these wealthy conversations with me. I will see you again next Wednesday. We'll have some more wealthy conversations on a Wednesday, okay? And if you don't catch me in here on Wednesday, well, before you catch me in here on Wednesday, um, you should catch me on my page on Sunday because I already have some stuff lined up for Sunday. All right. So y'all enjoy the rest of your week. Have a wonderful, beautiful, blessed end of your week. Tomorrow is Friday Eve. It's Friday Eve because Friday Eve just sounds so much better than Thursday, y'all. So enjoy. Have a great one. And I will see you on Sunday. Bye. Oh, my God. I'm like, it always feels like I don't even know. I was kind of, Lord Jesus, you know, I was kind of all over the place. I didn't really like that too much, but whatever. I can't see the comment.